love has done its part And let him reign in my life and my heart If love has done its part Welcome to Healing Hidden Wounds Radio, sponsored by Shadow of His Wings Ministry. We are glad you are listening today and hope you find words of healing, insight, and restoration. Shadow of His Wings Ministry was founded by Lee and Shay Preston and born out of God's vision for setting captives free. If you would like to support us in the work we do, please visit www.shadowofhiswingsministry.com to donate. Today on Healing Hidden Wounds, Lee is talking with Jonathan Darty, director of Be Broken Ministries. Let's listen in as Lee and Jonathan discuss the ins and outs of recovery from sexual brokenness. This week, I'm talking about, about a very uh, interesting subject because I think it's one that has been, certainly has been going on for a long time throughout history, but I think now there is, there just seems to be this explosion of uh, incidents that we're learning of, and what we're talking about is married men with homosexual feelings. So why don't you just kind of... Um, Tell us what your experience has been in your maybe in your counseling practice or just what you are seeing generally speaking in our culture concerning this maybe maybe this too strong of a word, but this epidemic of married men who are secretly maybe or maybe even not so secretly uh, engaging in homosexual behaviors yeah well jonathan i the numbers are, are right now looking at about about out of all of those who struggle with homosexuality who are coming forward, it, there seems to be about a 40% uh, grouping of men out of the total that are married. Hmm. And um, I myself was married for nine years throughout the entire time I struggled and met several married men along my struggle who uh, unfortunately participated in the sin with. And so I think that is a segment that is uh, important to talk about because for the married man, he doesn't want to leave, leave his wife, he doesn't want to leave his children, but he can't seem to stop the sin. Now, what are some of the reasons that you think he, he doesn't want to leave his wife? I think probably one of the biggest ones is that he really does love her. He just doesn't know how. And that he believes that what he wants is what... I think what God made us to want, which is uh, a, a helpmeet, a wife who's a helpmeet, a wife that meets our intimate needs, our sexual needs, our spiritual needs. I mean, because we're supposed to be in that kind of relationship in marriage. And I think that's what he's looking for and what he ultimately obtained. But because of the addictive behavior of homosexuality, he can't seem to stop the secret private part of that. Hmm. Well, what are some of the things that... Um I mean, how does this manifest itself? How does a guy get into a marriage, maybe have kids? I mean, is he has he just been playing a game all along? Did I mean were these were these in most cases were these feelings that he's had for a long, long time, or did it happen after he got married? I mean, what are you seeing mostly in terms of how these feelings are manifesting themselves in married men? Most of the time, it's feelings he's had all along, and maybe he acted on them a little bit in college, maybe he uh, acted on them a little bit in high school. 
Um, then he starts dating because he finds that girl, or usually she's a friend first, you know, it's uh, one of his best friends, and he realizes, wow, you know what, this is finally the one, and she will help me uh, leave this life, and uh, will help me put this behind me, and I will marry, and we will have children, and we'll have the 2.6 children, and the dog, and the picket fence, and the two cars, and we'll be happy. And unfortunately, because he doesn't deal with the addiction, he doesn't deal with the homosexual feelings, then he just ends up dragging her into his sin. So in in many ways, the the foundation of the whole addiction is is similar to heterosexual addiction. Sure. I mean, so it's not like it's not like the the fundamental um, underpinnings for him getting married because because I mean, there's a lot of guys with uh, heterosexual sexual addiction who they they've had those feelings and been acting out in those sort of ways for years before they get married and they have the same delusional thought marriage will cure me of this you right. know if i if i just get one woman and man if i just if she's all i need then it'll work and certainly we see that there are a lot of married men who are expressing their heterosexual sexual addiction most definitely I think what happens is just as in the heterosexual world, there's a lot of secrecy, there's a lot of privacy, uh, there's a lot of hiding, and so they sneak around and they have affairs, they have uh, encounters, uh, there's anonymous sex, a lot of anonymous interactions that uh, the wife never knows about. Uh, but some of the things that the wife might be at least um, can can have some kind of red flags or situations a lot like heterosexual addiction. Uh, where's our intimacy? Uh, it, why aren't we connected? Um, I heard one lady one time tell me that she feels like her husband is her best friend, but that that's it, that they have no intimate connections whatsoever. And uh, ultimately, he reported having homosexual affairs on her. Do you think there's more, uh, do you think there's more secrecy and hiddenness in the married man who has homosexual feelings versus the guy who has a heterosexual sexual addiction? I think there's always more secrecy and hiddenness in homosexuality just because of the stigma of homosexuality. Uh, I think, and I would never even dare to compare the hurts, but I think sure. there's a lot of hurt in wives of men who have had homosexual affairs and, and addictions. Because of that, the greater sense of shame surrounding it? Greater sense of shame, um... Uh, I know that my ex-wife used to say, you know, there's no way I can compete with this. I can't make myself prettier. I can't change, which we all know is not good on either side of that, is for that wife to feel like she must be prettier or sexier or meet more of the needs in the home. But it, in in the homosexual arena where the guy is having homosexual affairs, the wife feels totally inadequate and inept to do anything about it because she doesn't even know how to, to compete in that realm. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so let's talk about the wives. I mean, what do you see as well? First of all, how does how does it typically um, surface? I mean, how 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 does a guy eventually? Um, how is the truth eventually known? Because I can't imagine that perpetually a married couple, uh, this married man, can continue to do his homosexual acting out. And that marriage perpetuate without it meeting some sort of friction at some point in time, uh, where where there's some weight there. Because even if there's 
like you said, the lady that says he's like my best friend, but there's no intimacy there. Well, over years, doesn't either the married man who's doing these homosexual behaviors get bored of the marriage and decide either jump full bore into the homosexual lifestyle or the wife gets tired of no intimacy and maybe she just doesn't that create a strain doesn't at some point in time it says there's got to be something else going on here sure and i i i agree i think there's probably several different things that can happen along that in that particular situation at some point maybe the husband or if it's a, a female having lesbian affairs on her husband at some point the 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 person having the affairs probably does at some point either one just say forget it i want to live my life as as being gay this is who i am i can't live this dual life anymore and they leave uh or the wife says you know what i feel like i'm married to my brother we're close but mm-hmm. we never have intimacy we don't talk or when we talk we talk deeply but we never it never leads to any intimacy any sexual intimacy i've had couples who tell me we haven't had sex in 3 years um and sometimes that tends to be something where the third option comes in, which is they just kind of settle for complacency. You know, I get, you know, the, the struggling or the person who's having the affairs gets his or her needs met sexually. The one who's not having their affairs pours their life into something else and becomes either the best mom in the world or the best employee in the world or... So they you know, just settle for the dead marriage. They fall into point. the place where the yeah. dead marriage is all they've got and they they end up... Maybe, maybe it's convenient. Maybe it works for them as roommates or whatever, and they just right. And they he makes money and he brings his home, or she makes money and she brings his home, and they're comfortable and their kids are at least okay because they're still together. But they don't know all the secrecy that goes on behind closed doors, so they settle for just the dead marriage. I, I think that's a good word for it. Well, let's talk about the wife then. What what do you see typically in? in the wives who and and we're going to kind of shift here to where we're talking about the couple where the the man the husband is involved in homosexual acting out and the issue is known so the issue is now known between the couple what do you see the typical response of a wife in that situation and what what would you what could you say to the wives that are in that circumstance well, initially, I think the wife, if she isn't already so hurt that it just destroys her and she leaves, uh, which is sometimes the first option. It's, you know, I've been wondering what's been happening all these years. I, I, I never knew. I feel stupid. I feel like I have been tricked. You know, what am I going to do with this? So you're gay and you've been gay this whole time and you've dragged me through this life and I've had to live in this marriage where there was no love and I've never felt loved by you and which are all probably typical truths for her because if she doesn't feel intimacy, she doesn't feel desired because he's having sex with other men. He's not desiring her. So she's either at that point already so resentful that she doesn't even see that he can get help or she falls completely to the other side of the coin, which is, oh, it's an illness and we've got to get you help and okay, I'll help in whatever way I can and you just come back and I love you enough to where you you can find healing. Mm-hmm. And he, both of those are, are not healthy <laughs> responses because ultimately he has to take responsibility for his addiction and ultimately she has to look at whatever part she played in just complacent 
in the complacency of just allowing her own unhappiness to go unnoticed. How do you coach a a, a wife in that situation through the process of forgiveness? Because, I mean, ultimately, it kind of regardless of what happens in, in the marriage, in terms of whether or not the marriage stays together or not, isn't that ultimately where she's going to have to get for her own healing and growth and wellness? Sure. I think ultimately forgiveness is where where every spouse has to get, whether it's been a heterosexual affair or a homosexual affair. But I think forgiveness is something at that point that, as Jesus said, how many times do I forgive? Well, you, you, I'm, I mean, as, uh, as his apostles ask him, how many times do we forgive? Well, 70 times 7 Sometimes that forgiveness is a daily, hourly, minute-by-minute forgiveness of that spouse of, you know what, I'm angry again, and I'm going to have to try to help forgive you today. I'm going to have to try and forgive you today because of something that happened two years ago or it's brought up in my mind again, and it's a step-by-step approach to forgiveness. But I think that the spouse, the cheating spouse, the one who was having the affairs, has to acknowledge that they have a part to play in trying to reestablish trust and allowing that spouse to have whatever they need to get that 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 trust going again if they need checking in every so often if they need daily checking ins if they need some sort of understanding of what's going on to reestablish that trust that's that's what the spouse has to be willing to give is there anything that makes a um is there anything that makes this situation unique from a heterosexual marriage and a heterosexual affair, I mean, other than the behavior itself. Is there anything that makes one couple different from the other? Well, the homosexual affair, or the couple who's, who suffered through homosexual affairs, I think has a harder road because the man just doesn't come back and start desiring his wife as a heterosexual male might. He has to work through a different piece of that, which is he still desires sex with men. And so you take a wife, she has a, a little bigger, I mean, she she has a larger hurdle to jump over in this particular case because she not only has to work through this rejection, but also knows that he has to work through getting healing mm-hmm. towards the place where he can desire her. And that may take a while because he's been having sex with men for however long. And so his object of desire is not immediately a woman to where he can just come back and they can attempt to reestablish intimacy. Sure. He has to learn how to re how to even be intimate with the woman to begin with again. Cuz most likely if you go back to the beginnings of their marriage, even when they were first married or first dating, there wasn't a lot of intimacy. There was friendship, but there wasn't a lot of intimacy. You know that wow, I can't wait to see her. I can't wait to, you know, uh, get her married so that we can go on our honeymoon and we can have sex for the first time. There was just more of this kind of complacency even about sex because he's been used to having sex either with himself or with other men prior to having sex with her. So then then um, for the for the husband, what would you say to him are going to be the the most, I mean, for the husband who comes to the place where he acknowledges um, that, that what he's doing is wrong, I mean, not only in, in terms of the affair and how that is wrong and against his wife, but the the behaviors he's engaged in. How are you? What are the the steps, so to speak, that you're going to tell him? These are the most important things at the at the front end that you've got to deal with first for your own struggles with homosexuality, and second for the restoration or reconciliation of your marriage. 
Well, first of all, he has to deal with the hurts that led him down the homosexual path to begin with. And we've talked about that, but with regards to the wounds of his mother, the wounds that his father caused, the things in his identity that have have caused him to desire sex with men to begin with, he has to look at his own picture of what he is as far as his masculinity, uh, is his picture of who he is as far as being masculine in the presence of the feminine rather than being more feminine. Um, Unfortunately, men who've struggled with homosexuality sometimes never got a good dose of what masculinity was supposed to be about, so they've never even really known how to desire a woman. They've known how to be great friends with them. They've known how to share stories and sit around and tell secrets and you know those sorts of things, but they've never really known how to go out and desire a woman. Um, all they've ever really known is how to be one or to be in the friendships with one. Mm-hmm. And so it takes healing there to because the wife all this time has felt so deprived and starving for that male that says, I can't wait to desire you. She has never felt, or I would potentially say that she's probably would, has ne- would acknowledge that she's never felt desired. She may have felt loved, but she may have never felt desired. And that's a, a real need of a woman in a marriage is to feel that desire, to feel like she is that man's first and foremost. And that's usually not the case. Usually she feels loved and she feels like his best friend, but not desired. So he's got to work through... Obviously, the the wound issues in his own past, and then he's got to work through. Once he's as or as he's working through that, he has got to also work on uh, desiring his wife, desiring her, even to the point. And this is probably a whole other radio show, but his fear of sex with girls, his fear of sex with women, because he's never been affirmed in that area. He may have been affirmed many times in having sex with men, but he may have never had the dad who said, you know what, you're a chip off the old block. You know, you'll you'll be good with the women just like I am. Look at, I, I picked a good woman in your mother, and you'll pick a good woman in, in your wife, and helping him to see that he's capable of being masculine and being the leader uh, in, the, in the marriage and being the leader even in the intimacy at times. He's never even seen that before. Uh, many times homosexual sex is very passive and it's just action. It's just, you know, here we go and this is what we do and this happens and then it's all over with. And then we don't know each other. There's a lot of anonymity. You know, he may have never been taught how to be intimacy and to know this woman and to know her heart and to protect her and to cherish her and all those things. And so all those things have to be relearned again. This sounds like a monumental wall to climb over. I mean, do you, do you run into a lot of um, couples that are in this situation that when they when they understand what is ahead of them, just kind of don't want to do it? I mean, because that's a lot. I mean, what you're saying here is, um, I mean, from from that couple's perspective, has got to be overwhelming for them. Now, for those of us who believe in God, from his perspective— piece of cake. I mean, now, from his perspective, piece of cake, which could take 10 years, <laughs> you know, but but still, from his perspective, it's a piece of cake. But but how do you how do you help that couple when they're looking at this wall in front of them that are all the necessary components of what is it going to take for him to deal with his homosexuality, for the wife to deal with her hurt and her shame, and for the couple to deal with building intimacy. 
how do you help that couple and motivate that couple and encourage them to go for it? Well, I think what you usually have to do is break it down into small steps that can help them see that the goals are being reached. If he can begin dealing with his homosexual wounding, then what's an amazing thing is that God begins to change him and then she begins to see those changes, which excites her to see that new emerging masculinity start to come up out of him. And so she becomes a little more excited by that. Uh, like, oh, wow, we might be getting there. And then he makes that step to her and, you know, and puts his arm around her or grabs her rear end as she's walking away. And he mm-hmm. and she feels that slight, wow, something's different. And he begins to press in a little further. So, yeah, it may take 10 years, but it's 10 years of new things because they've not ever had that before. And mm-hmm. so it's kind of a, a re-experimenting of a whole new uh, relationship. Well, you want to leave any any final words of encouragement for that couple that's out there that's listening, and, and maybe maybe they maybe the husband hasn't told his secret yet. Maybe he has, but what would you say to that couple as we close this broadcast to just kind of encourage them to either keep going or get started? I think my biggest encouragement would be that you have to tell to those men who are having affairs and, and anonymous sex still and homosexuality. Uh, and 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 are and have not told their wives. You have to tell. It is something that you are you must do, because you don't want to live in a marriage where you just continue to be dead in that marriage. You may be getting it temporary sexual satisfaction, but you're basically killing yourself and your wife, because at some point the deadening just takes over and there's no happiness. Uh, and you may lose her. I lost my first wife. Uh, But ultimately, God does restore what the locusts have destroyed, and he can give you, he can make all things new if you just allow him to do that. But you do have to take that chance. And for that wife who's always been concerned that she doesn't understand why her husband shows her no intimacy or doesn't understand why uh, she doesn't feel desired in any relationship, whether it's uh, she, she doesn't have any doubts that he's completely heterosexual or he or she worries that he has some homosexual struggles, it's okay to bring that to the light and to pull it out into the open and say, look, I'm concerned about this. We don't have intimacy here because every marriage deserves that. It is a wonderful component of marriage, and it's what God desires for us to have. And it's an, it's an ultimate gift that he gives if we're just willing to try to fight for it. We are glad you joined us today, and we hope that God had a special word just for you. Remember that Healing Hidden Wounds and Shadow of His Wings Ministry are listener-supported, and all services are provided on a donation basis. If you heard something today that was especially important to you, we hope you will consider donating a gift. Please visit www.healinghiddenwounds.com to donate today. Now let it rain in my life and my heart Your love has done its part Now let it rain